Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Ella. Ella, I hope your birthday is just wonderful. Grown Ups Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, or if you would like me to wish them a happy birthday, just head on over to patreon.com slash girl tales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Persephone. Enjoy. I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name is Persephone. And every year, she visits Freshwater right around this time. If you're like me, right now it's still pretty chilly outside. But signs of spring are starting to appear. You might hear more birds chirping or notice that the days are growing longer. You might even see some pops of color as flowers begin to peak their buds above the ground. This time of year is always my favorite. I do love the coziness of winter, but to me there is nothing quite like the spring. Not only is it a gorgeous time of year in freshwater, but I get to see my dear friend, Persephone. You might have studied her in school, but in case you haven't, here is some background. Stories say that she was gathering flowers when Hades, the god of the underworld, took her and tricked her into eating food in the underworld, so she would have to return every year. And that's why we have the changing of the seasons. 
When Persephone leaves, the earth grows colder, and the crops wither, and her return brings the spring, summer, and the flourishing of the crops. I mean, parts of the story are true. Persephone does visit the underworld every year, and when she leaves and returns, the seasons do change. But when Persephone tells the story of how that came to be, let's just say things are a little bit different. Persephone is the daughter of two parents who are pretty important in their part of the world. You might have heard of them. Their names are Zeus and Demeter. Zeus carries the big lightning bolt around, protects humankind, yada yada yada, and Demeter helps bring about the harvest every year. They were kind of like celebrities. People would cheer for them when they showed up, sent them fan mail, even threw large festivals in their honor. Persephone also had a bunch of siblings, all of whom were famous around town and were all pretty big deals in their own way. At times, Persephone felt, well, a little unimportant. Every night at the dinner table, Zeus, Demeter, and their family would share grand stories about their day. Persephone would listen as her father would talk about saving an entire town, or her mother would list all of the people she was able to feed and nurture that day. Together, they would laugh and joke about their adventures. (laughs) (laughs) The mood at the dinner table was always cheerful. That is, until it was Persephone's turn to speak. When it came time for Persephone to share a story about her day, she would shrink. All she had to talk about was a walk she went on and all of the pretty flowers she had seen that day. She didn't think it sounded nearly as important. There was no adventure, no intrigue. So Persephone would stay silent, worrying that her stories weren't big enough to talk about. So, one day, Persephone decided that she was going to have an adventure. A big adventure. An adventure worth sharing. An adventure that they would write about in storybooks. That night, she packed a bag and under the cover of darkness, she ran away from home. Now, let me just say for the record, when she told me about this, I did not think it was a good idea. Running away from home can be dangerous. And if you ask Persephone, she'll even tell you that she would not recommend it. But nevertheless, Persephone set out, determined to create an adventure big enough to tell her family at the dinner table. She would help someone. No, she would save someone. No, something bigger, something better. She walked all night long, imagining the kind of adventure she might have. Persephone had never been this far from home before. After a while, the road became unfamiliar. Paths branched off in all directions. Some were obviously more walked upon than others, but none of them gave her any clue as to her current whereabouts. All part of the adventure, Persephone said to herself. Then she noticed that everywhere she stepped... Patches of flowers sprung from the earth around her feet. Blades of grass grew taller, 
Even the trees around her seemed to perk up a little, their fruit glistening in the sun. She had never noticed things like this before when she was at home. Where she lived, it was always spring. She knew she was the goddess of vegetation and grains, but for as long as she could remember, those things had always been around. She had never been to a place where she walked over empty land and her presence could make things grow. Huh, she thought to herself. I never knew I could do this. She bent down to pluck some flowers from the earth and arranged them into a beautiful bouquet. As she crouched down, she noticed something about one of the paths. She noticed wheel marks, like it had been used by some sort of chariot. Sure enough, she spotted in the distance a chariot, riding away from her. Maybe, she thought, if she could catch up to it, the driver of the chariot might be able to tell her where she was, and point her in the direction of a super fun adventure she could have. So, she began running down the path. She hardly noticed that the ground was growing colder underneath her feet, or that the path was sloping down steeper and steeper. Wait! Wait! She called after the chariot. Wait for me! She saw the chariot start to slow down and raced even faster, hardly noticing that she could now see the fog of her breath hanging in the air. She was running so hard she could barely feel how cold it was. She caught up to the chariot and noticed it was stopped in front of a large door. She turned to glance behind her and saw that the path was now overgrown with beautiful flowers and grass. That's funny, she thought. It had been cold, dark dirt before. Now it was beautiful and covered in rich, lush vegetation. As she approached the chariot, she noticed the beautiful tall horses that had been pulling it. They neighed softly, and Persephone pulled an apple from her bag and fed it to one of them. The horse nuzzled her hand in appreciation, and Persephone giggled. (laughs) Is someone there? A voice from the chariot asked. Persephone froze next to the horse. From her viewpoint, she couldn't see the person in the chariot, and it seemed like they couldn't see her either. I repeat, is someone there? It is I, Hades, god of the underworld. Persephone had heard of Hades and the underworld. Those two didn't exactly have the best reputation. She stayed silent. She even thought about turning around. But she thought if she went home now, that would be the end of the adventure. She wouldn't have anything fun to share. She would stay the same, boring, unimportant Persephone. So, as Hades opened the large door to the underworld and nudged his horses forward, Persephone hopped into the back of his chariot, nestling herself behind large burlap bags of food so she wouldn't get caught. The bags smelled of apples, wheat, vegetables. Persephone inhaled deeply 
and her stomach growled just a tiny bit at the smell of all that food. The chariot rolled forward, slowly, into the underworld. The first thing Persephone noticed is that the underworld wasn't at all like the rumors she had heard about. As Hades rode through, the people greeted him jovially, and he responded back, sometimes even tossing someone a bit of food from the bags in the chariot. The people cheered for him, and it reminded Persephone of how the people would cheer when her parents arrived to their town, too. The chariot pulled to a stop, and Hades began to unload the bags. Before Persephone had time to think, Hades lifted the bag covering her and gasped. <gasps> what are you doing here? He asked. Who are you? Persephone stood up and hopped out of the chariot. She spoke, her voice shaking a little bit. Hello, Mr. Hades. My name is Persephone, and I'm here looking for an adventure. Hades shook his head. Oh, no, you don't. I have an underworld to manage. I'm not here to provide an adventure for anyone. Go on, get back in the chariot. I'll have my horses bring you back to Earth. Persephone looked up at Hades and decided to stand her ground. No, she said. She stomped her feet, hoping that would help. I said, I'm looking for an adventure. To her surprise, Hades was looking at the ground. He gasped in delight. There, beneath where Persephone had been standing, were two small patches of the most beautiful flowers. Hades bent down to get a closer look. The scent of the flowers brought a smile to his face. He looked up at Persephone, his expression quizzical. Oh, the flowers? Persephone said. Yeah, I didn't know I could do that, but I left home last night and it seems like everywhere I go, the spring follows. Hades sat in silence for some time. Persephone could have sworn she saw the hint of a tear in Hades' eyes. After a while, he said, I have never seen flowers in the underworld or any kind of growing thing. In fact, to feed my people, I have to go above ground and buy food. But over time, people think of me in the underworld and avoid me, and I've kind of gotten a bad reputation. No one wants to do business with me, so each year I'm able to get fewer and fewer crops to feed my people. That's horrible, Persephone said. Where I live, it's always spring. There is always enough harvest to feed everyone. I didn't know there were people who didn't have enough food to feed them. Unfortunately, yes, it isn't easy, but somehow we always manage. It isn't all bad, though, said Hades. Walk with me. I'll show you around. Hades gave Persephone a tour of the underworld. It was nice there, and the people of the underworld were warm and welcoming. Everywhere Persephone walked, she left behind a trail of flowers and grass. Some little wild strawberries had begun to spring up. Bushes began to grow and sparkle with wild blueberries. She could have sworn she saw a pepper plant rise from the earth and flower. 
The residents of the underworld were fascinated. Some of them vaguely remembered the flowers and vegetation from Earth, but to others it felt brand new. They cheered with joy, and the more they seemed to marvel at Persephone's gift, the more proud she felt of her powers. She smiled, and even more plants came to life. We must celebrate, said Hades. That night, Hades and the underworld threw a party and made a fantastic meal using some of the fruits and vegetables that Persephone's powers had grown. The table was decorated with glorious centerpieces, adorned with some of Persephone's flowers. As she looked around the table, Persephone realized that it might not have been the adventure she was looking for, but she found an adventure in spreading her gift of spring to a new place. When the party was wrapping up, Persephone made a promise that she would return to the underworld again this same time next year so that she could bring them more spring. Now that's not the end of her story. On the way home, Persephone decided to take the long way around the earth and bring spring to every place she visited. And everywhere she went, she saw the joy that people felt at the arrival of spring and vowed to return again each year. That is how we first met, in fact. Persephone was on her way back home when she stopped by Freshwater for the first time. The warmth and sunshine that followed her was remarkable. I remember thinking I had never seen flowers like that in Freshwater before. We were so excited for the next spring that we threw a giant festival for her. She was pretty excited about it. When Persephone finally returned home, she was exhausted. All of that travel, all of that spring. But she couldn't wait to tell her family about all of the places she had been to and all of the adventures she'd had. Persephone keeps her promise and brings spring each year to the underworld and to freshwater and to all of the other places she visits on her long journey home. And each time she returns to have dinner with Zeus, Demeter, and her siblings, she can't wait to tell them about her adventures. That was Persephone by Megan Bagala, produced by Chad Shanai, executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe you and I believe in you.